Okay, Rabbi Sai. This is Zev Cohen from Chicago. I was asked earlier this morning to say some divrei chizuk because of the situation that is presently taking place in Chicago with people from Chicago. And uh, Rabbi Fran Schlita, who needs no introduction, will follow after I say short divrei chizuk. I once met a Jew, I had the schus to meet him several times, Rebitzak Rosinski. Zechatarik Levracha was nifter recently. He was the son of Rabbi Ron Grzinski, who was the last mashgiach of Slobodki Yeshiva. Slobodki Yeshiva, as we know, half the Yeshiva moved to Israel and became what is presently called Chevron. And half the Yeshiva stayed behind. Rabbi Grzinski was the mashgiach of the Yeshiva. Rabbi Grzinski's brother in law was Rabbi Yaakov Zatzal. His sons-in-law were of Volba Zatzal, of Kreisberg Zatzal, and his son, Rabbi Yitzhak Grzynski, was just nifter recently. I read a story about Rabbi Vron Grzynski, and I couldn't believe the story. The story is in the Dagdoma to the Sefer that was written, the Torah of Rabbi Vron Grzynski. It's called Torah Savron. And it says he was in the Kovna Ghetto, Rachman al-Islan, the Nazis of Shimon, they found him, and they beat him up. He ended up being in the hospital in the ghetto. And his Talmidim came to see him in the hospital. And he said that he's macabre upon himself, everything that's happening to him. The Dimen HaShemayim is macabre. He was crying. And they said, why are you crying? And he says, I'm crying because of the Tzalem Elohim, which is being destroyed. By these Rishon. Rebitzel Krasinski, his son, told me that that meant that the Nazis, Yemach Shemom, by their incredible, inhumane behavior, destroyed the Tzalem Elohim inside of them. So he was crying because the Tzalem Elohim was destroyed. So I asked Rebitzel Krasinski, how is it possible that there can be a human being who can do such a thing? Under such incredible circumstances, that's what he does. How is it possible? How's it possible? So he told me that if you would know a person who was an Oyved Shemayim his entire life, you would understand that that's what he was practicing for his entire life, to do the Ratzon Hashem and to be concerned with any type of Chil Hashem and likewise wanting to promote any type of Kiddush Hashem. And that I understood, or at least to help me understand, the famous Gemara at the end of Mesechus Brachas. Rabbi Akiva, when he was taken out to be killed, and Yerushalmi says, it's not mentioned in the Bible, but Yerushalmi says he was smiling. And the Roman couldn't tolerate the fact that anybody could be smiling at such a time. And then he gave the famous Teretz, Kol Yomai, my entire life. That's what it means. My entire life, I was mitzvah on the pasuk. I was practicing. I was working on myself my entire life to be able to save a half And now that it arrives, he was able to smile. Rav Chaim Levin Zatzal once told me that one of his talmidim eventually became a rebbe in yeshiva. Rishul Fibel Weishlita said that he heard that Rav Daniel, Rav Daniel who was the last head of Kelm Yeshiva, 
Mashgiach, Zeichel Tzadik Rebbechel, Reb Nossin, Vachvogel Zatzal used to speak about Reb Daniel. We had a member of the shul who had known Reb Daniel. He grew up in Kelm. He knew Reb Daniel. The last shmuz Reb Daniel gave in his lifetime, the Nazi Shemach Shemam had entered Kelm. He asked permission to speak. He spoke, and he was completely calm. Shul Feivel Weiss asked, Yibodel Chaim asked Rebbe Levin Zatzal, how can somebody be calm? So Levin asked his father, how is it possible somebody can be calm? His father had learned Kelm. So his father told Rabbi Levin, anybody who knew Kelm, there wouldn't be a Shiloh. Kelm was a situation, was a place where people worked on themselves in situations so that they would be able to relate to any situation that they found. Everybody say, we're not asking anybody to be a Reb Daniel. We're not asking anybody to be a Reb Grzynski. But I want to mention something. When I learned in Long Beach, there was a gym down the road. We used to go there for swimming. It was called the Rec. And the New York Rangers, the hockey team, practiced in that, in that gym. And on the board, on the wall, there were signs. And they named the different Rangers, and they said what they had to do. But the sign would say a certain amount of curls and sit-ups and push-ups, etc. It said, when your muscles burn, do three more. Do three more. Everybody said, I have no right and no license to say anything. I'm not telling anybody what is happening and why it's happening. I'm just saying what we can do and what we can learn. And that is, we're in a situation where we don't want to be in this situation. It's a difficult situation. It's a challenging situation. But it's a situation in which we can grow. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us this situation. And the chizuk is, for the choylem, and for the mishpacha of the choylem, that let's take the situation and try to utilize it as a means for growth as a means to work on a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Someone called me today and said, I'm in the office, I still have to go to work, I want to learn more, everybody says we should learn more, everybody says we should dive in more, I can't, I don't have any time, when I get home I have to help my wife, she's alone all day with the kids. So I said, maybe you should say brachas out loud. Not a monumental undertaking, say brachas out loud. Give yourself a moment to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Say the bracha out loud. When you say it out loud, maybe you say it slower. Maybe you stop what you're doing. Put everything down. No extra time. Just say you're eating. You're eating anyways. You're going to make a bracha anyways. Make the bracha out loud. What we have to do in this situation, what we have to do, one of the things we have to do in this situation, is we have to try to connect to the bayrei. Connect to the bayrei because the mice, after everything is said and done, he wants to be connected, meaning he wants us to be connected to him. That's for sure he wants that. He always wants that. 24-7 he wants that. 24-7 we should want that. That's our job. These giants, they did it all the time. They did it all the time. And Mela, they reached levels which for us seem to be in the stratosphere, the ionosphere, not Shaykh. But what is Shaykh is to know that we want to do it. That's Shaykh. To know we want to do it. And dear Matzev and the general Matzev should be a means for us to be able to do this, to grow, which will be a schus for the chaylam, a schus for our city, 
and it's chus for the whole massive, for the whole Kali show, wherever they are, for the whole world. They should all be zeichet to refu shleima. Those chaylim in the hospital should be zeichet to come home. Those chaylim who are on a vent should be zeichet to get off the vent. And we, all of us, all of us, all of us should be zeichet to increase our avodas Hashem and to increase our connection to the Bayri. Because the only reason we're here in this world, as the Masil Shasharim says, is to have a connection to the Bayri. Once again, for those people who just came on, it's a covered Godel that Rabbi Fran Shlita, also under pressure like everybody else, has graciously granted some of his time to be able to speak to the Olam here in Chicago, to Mechazek, all of us. It's a covered Godel to introduce Rabbi Fran. Thank you very much, Rosev, and Rezachim Yedechem. And uh, I know for some or another, I'm on your calling list, and therefore I get your calls and periodically trying to be Mechazik, your Oilam and your Shul, which is a very admirable thing.